This is episode 274 on October 25th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, another week has gone by. Like always, like every other week. All right. <laughs> oh, welcome back. How are you guys doing? Let's start with you, Dave. I'm doing good this week. Um, a little bit of photography here and there for going on this week. Um, got a couple of uh, sunrise shots, which are getting a little bit easier to get, unfortunately, since sunrise is now after I'm up. Yeah. So it's not a matter of, oh, darn, it's already light outside. I missed the sunrise. Now it's, oh, I just got to work and it's about to get to sunrise now. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I you know it's it's like, oh, my goodness. You mean it's actually October and it's kind of brisk and it gets dark early and light late? I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> but it not always most pleasant in the world, but um, like I said, I got a couple of decent picks and um, one app that I'm still amazed at every time I use it is touch retouch. Mm. Uh, took a couple pictures from inside of um, a building that had a large, like three story glass. There weren't the the windows weren't three stories tall, but the kind of glass it was a glass wall, if you will. So lots of reflections, but using touch retouch, I was able to get rid of the reflection, yes. and get a lot cleaner shot of the uh, sunrise than I was expecting to. And it the the job it does for a pretty inexpensive iPhone app is still it still blows my mind what it can do. So it you know some of those, one of those apps where it's definitely worth paying the money to actually get the power they get it versus trying to you know use something that may be free that may not work as good in my mind it, it it's worth a little bit of cost at cost. That's sort of like a um so, uh, a content aware fill type thing. Um, or, or it's is it I'm else? using it more for like a wipe. Oh, okay. So if yeah, like um. Let's say uh, I actually used it for another photo, um, another morning photo where there was a street light in it. And I just kind of wipe my finger over the street light and then it goes away. Right. And unless you're, I think, really looking for it, you don't even notice that there was anything there to begin with. Right. It does a good enough job looking around and filling in kind of smooth and seamlessly um what else would have been there now of course you know sometimes it can't do as well as you know if it's a really complex scene it's kind of hard to um take care of some things but yeah it's just kind of crazy how well it can do so yeah and again i just a couple photos here and there that were more uh, sunrise photos. And just like anyone else with animals, um, just really glad that we have really nice cameras and really not just cameras, but um, uh, video cameras that can get the images and videos when something awful cute just happens and you don't have to run and try to grab something. And then turn it on and get it set up and everything else where you can just grab over, grab your phone and just take a picture or something. And it turns out really nice. Yeah. Apparently I don't own this one yet. And this is the one where it looks like a pencil is uh, wrapped around an X. Uh, yes. Okay. Dollar 99. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's for, for the power it does and for how easy it is to use. It's it it's just amazing. Downloading now. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Very good. 
All right. Uh, Matt, how are you doing? Let me unmute myself. <laughs> I, I had to uh, be on mute because I was like in shock that you don't have touch retouch. I know, right? I didn't have to bleep anything out. So- <laughs> uh, yeah, but nevertheless, I mean, we talked about that app like a million times. I don't understand how you didn't have it. It's like one that slipped through the cracks. Uh, yeah, man, you're missing out. Anyway, um, I am I am sort of good, I think. Um, I was having just a moment ago some Bluetooth issues with my computer, but they seem to have resolved themselves, so now I'm happy again. Um, uh, I don't know, man. I... Um, I've done a lot of photography over the last week or so, I guess. Um, kind of spent the past this past weekend at a uh, resort of sorts in Amish country with my wife. We were celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary. And we, yeah, it Yay, was good times. Congratulations, man. Thanks. So, um, yeah, I did a, a little bit of photography when we were – out and about, so that was kind of fun. Um, spent kind of spending a lot of time focused on getting back into the swing of things with my, um, I don't know, my computer and my Sony camera, and I'm just trying out different uh, photo editing software and trying to decide if I want to do the Adobe thing. Although I just can't seem to get excited about a subscription model and then they don't have any subscriptions that involve like Lightroom and Premiere Rush, which seems like a really cool video editing app that just oh, came out. Okay. Um, so I'm probably not going to go the Adobe route. So now it's kind of between like on one and maybe DXO. I don't know. So many decisions, but on the, um, on the iPhone front, I got my shutter case today, yeah. and that's um, a case that we talked about, I don't know how many months ago, four months ago maybe. It was on um, – it was an Indiegogo campaign, and it was like a you know a case that kind of made your phone a little bit more – it made it feel a little bit more like a point-and-shoot camera. So it has like a right. mechanical shutter button. And uh, the cool thing was, like, you don't have to connect the case via Bluetooth. There's no, like, proprietary app that you have to use. You could basically fire up, like, any camera app that you want, and and it works. Nice. And um, it has, like, this little removable grip that is also a battery. Uh, so it's, um, you know, you, you could put, put this grip on and then also have, like, basically a whole extra phone's worth of power, which is pretty cool. And um, so you, you have to, the iPhone 10. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so like, um, the crazy thing about this is I didn't even think I was going to get this because the Indiegogo campaign did not get funded. Um, but somehow they made these things anyway and they look really good. Um, you know, the build quality looks really good. And, um, you know, it was in like really nice packaging. I was actually like really surprised at, at the level of detail and everything that went into this. So I'm going to do a, um, even though I've already like taken it out of the box, you know, my phone is in it right now and I've got that battery grip charging here right now. Um, I'm going to do like an unboxing video of sorts and kind of show this thing off. I'll try to do that maybe this weekend or whatever. And I'll get that posted on, uh, Facebook and our, um, Instagram TV and all that stuff. Nice. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much the main stuff I've been involved with over the last week. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if they just had somebody come, you know, after the campaign was over and said, Hey, uh, I'll help fund it or something like that. Or they had enough to be able to do what they needed to do. And, um, yeah, yeah I don't know. 
the the other cool thing, the other thing, this is the thing that actually made me decide to uh, to go ahead and, and get this thing is that um, it will take moment lenses. Oh yeah, that's right. So that's that's pretty cool. It's but, nice um, when they uh, it's nice when they play uh, nice together. Yeah, definitely. So it's um it's a little bit bulky of a case, but it's not it's not too bulky. And um came with like a lanyard. So it's got like a little wrist lanyard that for the moment I've left on, but I'm not sure if I'm going to use that or not. And um it's got some other features too I'll show off in the video. They're kind of hard to explain just in audio form here. You kind of would need to see it to understand what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, it's definitely pretty cool. I'm kind of excited about it and I can't wait to play with it some more. Very cool. All right. Uh, see here, Greg, how are you doing, man? Top shelf right beside the peanut butter. Woo-hoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm really good. Um, just starting my week off. So that's always a good thing. And, and uh, not much of a chance to get any pictures this past week because, you know, working and last weekend we spent some time getting things, you know, ready for the winter outside and in the shed and things changing things around and whatnot. So it's it's been kind of a busy week and we're we're getting close to that time where, you know, there's not much left to take decent pictures of and, until we maybe start getting some snow here. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's that... You know, Matt calls it stick season. It's yep. uh, kind of like in the spring and in the fall, in between the nice times of the of weather, whatever. But you don't get the leaves uh, changing and all that. Get what? Sorry, you don't get the leaves changing and all that. Oh yeah, but that's that's past. It's, oh really? It's pretty much oh, done. Okay. Yeah, like there's there's a few left, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to go for a drive and look for some. But we're we're just starting. Uh, just yeah, getting them now, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, we're you know on Monday. I'm getting my snow tires on. Let's put it that way. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting ready. <laughs> nice. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I usually I usually put them on anywhere around the last week of October or first week of November. Uh, we've had we've actually had a little bit of snow here already, like just just a dusting in some some areas. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> it's it's just oh, too soon. It just seems like we just got rid of it. Right, it's, it's coming back again. But you know, that's the that's the one thing about living where I do is we 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 do get to enjoy all four seasons, and um, <clears throat> you know, some there's some really nice opportunities for nice winter photography and things like that. So, but uh, yeah, it's. Right now, just this particular time, like in the next few weeks, it's going to be probably a little humdrum. Yeah. Well, speaking of humdrum, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I read your book. Yes, I did write a book, <laughs> and I've had a few sales on on it so far, which I'm kind of happy about. Yeah. But um. I thought I'd try a little something, something a little fun here. I'm I'm going to give away five copies of the book to our listeners or those who are in the uh, in the Facebook group. And just before we went to air, I thought, you know what, I could extend this to Instagram as well oh, because I posted go. a picture of the cover in my Instagram feed. So here's the thing: the way it works is you. Go to the um, uh, the post in the Facebook group. It's in the announcement section, so it's near the top, and it's got a picture of the cover of the book, and it's like a a brownish color. It's it's rocks with water flowing over them, and then the the, the name of the book: Why I Chose iPhoneography. And then in the on Instagram, if you go to my feed and look for that same picture, you'll see it. You can't miss it. It's got the cover or the the title of the book on it. And what you got to do is you got to go to the link and get the um, the free sample, and it's basically the first chapter of the book. And what I would like people to do is quote one sentence from that chapter 
as a comment in in the thread. And on so on on Facebook, put it in that thread, and then on Instagram, just add it as a comment to that particular post. And then I will gather up all the names over the next week, and then on next week's show, I'll announce five winners. And I've had uh, oh probably twenty or so in the Facebook group already. Nice. Well, uh, you know, one of the questions can be, what was your what was your first smartphone? That would be a uh, good good thing for people to put into the the comments that would help uh well i i, I want them up. to use a quote from the book yep. like from that first chapter so that um so that i know that they've actually went and got it and and there's like i say there's been like 20 20 plus people comment so far um and, and it's got to be a different quote than what's already there Ah. So there's 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 tons of sentences to pick from, but I think what people are doing, they're actually picking things that actually mean something to them, which ah. I find interesting. So, um, uh, who was it? it was um, there was one fellow who, oh Nigel, Nigel O'Connell, he picked a line that was already used. I said, oh that line's already been used, and he said something about oh great minds think alike or something like that i forget but anyway then he ended up finding another one and putting it in as a comment so nice but uh i, I just thought it'd be a kind of a fun thing to do no that 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 is cool i uh and and i'll tell you this that you know i really enjoyed it it was a you know i think you and i have a lot of the uh similar you know feels about photography and how we got to where we are but you know i didn't sell off all my stuff but um <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I really enjoyed the book. I thought it was uh it was uh a really um it was really good. I love the layout of all the images and um and and the really cool thing is you can actually tap onto the images and see them pop up and get a closer look. Um oh, are really? you Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that was in that was in iBooks. Um Oh, cool. Are you going to have a physical copy at some point? You know, I looked at that. It would just cost so much money to make one. Ah, uh, yeah. I lo I looked at like I looked at the service called Blurb, and it's um for a twenty page photo book or whatever, it's something like twenty five dollars, and it's uh, I think it was like a dollar twenty five per page after wow. that. So this book is 61 pages. Can you imagine what it would cost just to make one book? Right. I mean, I would love to maybe I should maybe I should start a, an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter campaign and, you know, raise some funds to get some made up, but it would be awful expensive. Yeah. And and I would have to charge, you know, way too much, way more than what I think people would want to pay. Yeah. So what I am going to do though is um, I'm going to prepare the files for the Kindle and put oh, it yes. on Amazon as well. Very good. Yeah, and I, I, I may even have a PDF version that that I might somehow market as well, just in case you know people don't have a, a Kindle or an iPad or or you know a device like that. If they just want to look at look at it on their computer, you know maybe the PDF ways the way to go very cool well i i think uh everybody who's listening should go ahead and uh, uh download a copy from itunes and you know and read it and see what uh see if any of this resonates with them because i think it will well very cool um all right, so I will have uh, we will have links in the uh, show notes, but also in the Facebook group if you want to participate with the giveaway. Um, and uh, and you said you're going to do five of them. Yes. Cool. Very cool. All right, and uh, myself, I I haven't done any uh, photography this week, but tomorrow my which would be Friday. So if you're listening, it's yesterday. Or if you were listening a month uh, later, it'd be a month ago. Um, <laughs> I can go on. Um, 
my five, my uh, middle daughter is turning five, and so we're gonna have a birthday party tomorrow. So we're gonna oh nice. Ooh. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be taking some pictures. So yeah, my middle daughter's turning five. Well, don't forget to soak in the moment too, too though. Oh yeah, no, some, I've been, some, sometimes you can get caught up taking pictures yeah. and you miss the moment, right? Oh yeah, I've uh, I've learned to do that over the years. Yeah, um, yeah, good. Yeah, and sometimes I I get so much into the moment that I forget to take any, <laughs> any pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, that's when you, you say, know, "Honey, take this with you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so very cool. All right, let's go ahead and we will move into the news. News team, assemble! All right, Dave is going to bring us the news, so go ahead and take it away, Dave. Okay, uh, three quick news items. Uh, one that's actually uh, kind of leading off the Facebook 3D photo. Um, and this is something that we noticed in our house, and I saw a few people post online about. Um, if you have an iPad or if you're using a mobile browser, uh, the 3D photos will not work. If you use the app on either the iPhone or um, the iPad, it'll work fine then. Uh, desktop browser works fine using the mouse to kind of jiggle the images. Uh, but if you're using probably an iPad or you know, if you're one of the people who you want to use Facebook on the phone, but you don't want to download the app, so you do it through mobile Safari or uh, Chrome, the 3D photos won't show at all, unfortunately. So if it's it's almost like uh, this is kind of going back a while, but the old Magic Eye photo where you had to look at it a certain way. Yes. And it, it seemed like only a few people could actually see it and everyone else is kind of bluffing their way through it. <laughs> Um, so if you were look, if you're trying to look at it, your, your eyes are getting crossed trying to figure out what's 3d about your photo. Make sure you're either using the app or the, or, or you, probably the latest version of your desktop browser. Hello, and it 1995. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a, a person in our group that says they're able to see the 3d photos with their iPad. Uh, you can look at it. If you're using the Facebook app, it'll come up. Oh, okay. But if you're using, like, Ruth doesn't use the, um, she, her, her primary computer is, is, is an iPad. and But she does not like the Facebook app. She hates the Facebook app. She refuses to use the Facebook app. So she uses, um, <laughs> she just goes to Facebook by or, through Safari, yeah. but the 3D photos won't show then. Oh, gotcha. Well, just out of curiosity, what's the difference between the app and just going on the browser? Going on the browser almost feels like you're going like on a desktop computer where the app is it's configured weird and things get moved around and it just it feels like they started with the iPhone app or a a phone size app and they said, Well, we want to make it bigger we want to make it bigger for a tablet, but well, we're not going to put that much effort into making it make sense where everything goes. So it, it is a little clunky, but certain things you have to do on the app and the mobile browser won't let you do it. I see. It's annoying. I remember, I remember when uh, Steve Jobs asked Mark Zuckerberg about, or somebody asked Mark Zuckerberg about um, putting a Facebook app on the iPad. And at that time he said, uh, the iPad is not mobile. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but look at them now. <laughs> well, I think anything that you don't plug into the wall is not mobile. It is mobile. Yeah. Sorry. So, you mm -hmm. know, yeah. Any... <laughs> uh, very cool. Okay. Um, uh, news topic the B. Uh, Beauty Gate, um, which. Uh, it, it, you know, obviously we have to have a gate with the new iPhone. Um, the technical explanation I saw was Apple when they were, because obviously, I hate to say not obviously, but um, our cameras are now computational photography devices, not simple cameras. That when Apple was using the front-facing camera on the 10s and the 10s Max, and I think the same thing with the 10R. Uh, when you see people with review units for the base 
frame they were trying to do for the front facing, they were using, um, I believe the one they were using a the wrong one or a different one that's for the base one to build off of. So in um, twelve point one, when it comes out, probably. Uh, and around a week and a half from now, after the new, hopefully, iPads are released sometime in early November, um, that will they're going to select the frame with the sharpest image and then build off of that versus the way they're doing it now. So that's part of the issue. I mean, good and bad when you're putting this much computing power behind every image you're taking is that – you just can't simply say this is going to be exactly what I'm seeing or this is exactly what's light is hitting the sensor because everything's manipulated so much before it's even put on your screen. But it also means since it's a software issue and not a hardware issue, it can be fixed pretty quickly, which looks like they're they're fixing it now. And lastly, um as of recording, uh, if you're in Australia, you can actually go and get your hands on a 10R um, because of the wonderful time difference and living in the future as they tend to do. Um, and the re- initial reports are there's no lines, there's no no one, a one per se waiting for it, which doesn't shock me, to be honest, since <laughs> – Honestly, a lot of people who are first, second in line are either people who have smaller review blogs that are not getting the initial, you know, the pre-release review from Apple or they're buying it for the secondary market. And the 10R does not seem like it's the phone that's going to hit huge on the secondary or black market. So I, I, you will be probably on Friday morning expecting the Apple is doomed post because there aren't people in line versus the Apple is doomed because there's too many people in line that got the inventory wrong post that would happen the other way. This is a $1 trillion train wreck about to happen. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep. They're printing so already much money. A, <laughs> I'm sorry. Matt. There's already a headline on CNET. Uh, iPhone XR goes on sale around the world, but, but fans stay home. <laughs> it's called ordering on the internet. Why would you get in line? <laughs> yeah, I think the lineup thing is is a thing of the past. In all honesty, yeah, you know, there hasn't like, been lines for for an Apple product in quite a number of years now. Yeah, probably the yeah, last not- big one was the. The would you say the four or the five? Because I know Keith. Um, Keith yeah, got, probably the five. Keith got maybe in line the, for the five. I want to say the six, probably, because that's where we went large. I want to say the HomePod. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, please, yes. They're still waiting in line for that. <laughs> the earbuds. All right. Um. The uh, the. <clears throat> The air charger or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, oh, the, the air, air pad. The air, yeah. air pad. Air power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Air power. Still that's wait. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now the li- lines, I think, are a thing of the past, and they're no, definitely no indicator of the health of the company. Yeah, because most people are, you know, they want to be able to order stuff from the, uh, you know, the warmth and uh, safety of their home. <laughs> And they want to stay up all hours of the night to do it. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Well, very cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have to see what the uh, the ten R does, but yeah, I I don't think it's a uh, <laughs> I don't think it's any indication. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and move on to our focus point. Focus point. All right. We have had a couple questions come up. Uh, We're going to start with one and see where we go and may have to save the other one for next week. But we're going to start with a question that Kimberly uh, Trefser had posted uh, yesterday as of recording in the Facebook group. 
She says, hi all, hoping for some help here. I have been asked to contribute to a magazine, so this will be my first paid gig with my iPhone photos. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. All right. Uh, they are asking for high-res, large-scale digital files, like an 8-inch high at the high resolution. Any suggestions? I have no idea how to get them that. I don't even know what my res, what res my original photos are. And then she tagged all four of us. Um, any suggestions? Let's, uh, uh, well, uh, who has a suggestion? Or actually, uh, let's see here. How many of you guys, have, uh, how many have been published in a magazine? I haven't. I'm raising my hand over okay. here. I, I, I figured. I figured Matt. Matt has. Um, I have been published. Yes. Um, you know, a little. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had like one or two photos published just lately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me? Oh, book. well. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> that's not that's not a magazine though. <laughs> uh, so, all right, um, Matt, what was your experiences with uh, being published? Because I think you had some local stuff in, in Ohio, correct? Uh, no, or, well, yes, um, but that that was, well, let's not talk about that one. That's oh, a okay. terrible example. Okay. Um, <laughs> Give us yeah, a good example. <laughs> I was trying to hash out a payment. Uh, terms with them and the deadline was pretty much looming and so they pretty much just grabbed it off Instagram and oh. called it good so <laughs> uh, that one doesn't count okay um, prior to that um, I've been published in backpacker magazine and um you know, and that wasn't an iPhone picture. You know, that was a, a picture that I took actually with my Nikon D80. So, oh, yeah. uh, kind of an old camera. Um, but I needed to provide them the you know full resolution file, which I had, and that wasn't really a big deal. But um, you know, if you're shooting with your iPhone, if maybe you're, you know, just having fun you're not really thinking about being published and then you get the offer you know if the offer comes to you i could see how this this could really catch you off guard yeah you know because it's all this stuff is stuff that you know people don't really think about you know when they're you know taking their pictures you're thinking about you know lighting composition and then you know maybe some editing stuff but i don't think anyone really thinks about you know, the size of their images. I know I don't really think about it like at all. I mean, I have somewhat of an idea of what's going on with all that stuff, but it's not something I really care to think about on a regular basis. Cause I don't need to, right. <laughs> you know, but if the, if a magazine contacted me and said, Hey, we saw, you know, this picture of yours and we want to publish it, then I'm going to be looking into it for sure. So let me ask you this. Um, the images that we produce on our phones are typically around 12 megapixel, probably a 72 DPI. Um, now, 72, 72 DPI is generally what the, um, the web would use or any any uh website would have and that's perfectly good enough for standard viewing uh the more dpis you have the the you know the dpi standing dots per inch um the more dpi you have the more you can uh zoom in without it pixelating um you can would you say a standard would typically, if you're going to give out a file, it's roughly around 300 DPI? Or would, you know, because I don't think 72 DPI, uh, I don't know if that would be good enough for um, magazines. Well. So, 
Uh, yeah, I would probably lean more towards the 300 okay. uh, DPI. Um, just because if you, let's say you were printing at 72, 72 DPI um, and you were just going to print the full resolution of a, a 12 megapixel file, um, you would, it, the picture would just be absolutely enormous. Like you wouldn't have paper in a printer big enough to right you know right because basically you're going to um divide the pixel dimensions which for a um a 12 megapixel photo coming out of our iphones the the pixel dimensions are uh somewhere in the neighborhood of 3024 by 4032 yeah so if you were to divide each of those numbers by 72, I don't have a calculator in front of me, but that's a lot. And yeah. That would be, you know, that's a lot of inches. So like what I told, um, we're, we're, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves here in this conversation, but what I, what I told Kimberly was um, assuming that the magazine is going to print at 300 DPI, and assuming that I don't know which iPhone she has, but I'm going to assume it's a newer one with a 12 megapixel camera. It's a 10. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Good. Very good. Then um, those pixel dimensions would equate roughly to a 10 inch by a 13 inch photo when right. it's printed at full yeah. resolution. I think I have to interject here. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, you should, because you're the printer guy. <laughs> you, you know all about this stuff. Uh, yes, I've been printing for 34 years. <laughs> um, okay, so a little bit of magic has to happen before it gets printed in a magazine. So what I mean by that is uh, yes, we are supplying RGB files yes. to a printer who is going to be printing uh, in CMYK. CMYK which is four colors. Yes. And the resolution of a printed image, you know, a fine, finely printed image in a magazine is generally 150 dots per inch. So they call it 150 line screen. Um, like a newspaper might be something like, a, you know, 110 or something like that. It's, you've seen, you know, the comics in a newspaper. Right. You can see the dots from, from you know, almost arms reach away. You can see but, the individual you know, colors you know, too. Eh? Yeah. Right. You you can see the individual colors that make up the color scheme. Yeah. 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 But in, in a in a good quality um magazine where they do photographs, the dots are so small that you really can't see them with the naked eye unless you really know what you're looking for. And there's you know those four colors those lines go in different, each one goes in a different direction. And like the, <laughs> uh, it's so hard to explain sometimes, but like, like say the color brown is primarily made up of red and yellow with some black and a little bit of blue. Like all four colors are generally used to make up all the colors of, of, a, of a photograph. The only time you might see a single or or two colors or three colors is like a solid, like say a solid bar across a an advertisement or something. But <clears throat> so when it comes to the resolution that that Kimberly should be submitting, I agree with Matt. Give them the best resolution you can. Go to three hundred DPI or pixels per inch is what it really is, um, but it's commonly called DPI, and then. Size it so that it's eight, in, like she said, eight inches high. So size it at eight inches high at 300 pixels per inch. And then that will give them the best quality file to work with. Let me ask you this. Um, let's say, you know, straight out of our, our phone, it is a 72 DPI uh, mm -hmm. to increase it. Uh, the dots per inch, uh, what would you use? I use Preview on the Mac, and she has a Mac, 
so she and she, so she did what I what I'm about to say here. In preview, you just open the image, and then there's a a, a little icon. It looks like the tip of a pen. That's the markup icon. So you click on that markup icon, and it actually reveals a new set of icons across the top, where you can do different things for editing. And one of those things is is to resize the image. So you click on that, a thing drops down. It shows you the height, the width, the um, the resolution or the PPI, and you can set the uh, the height and the width to inches, pixels, centimeters, millimeters. I told her to pick inches. Um, but the first thing I told her to do is change the, the resolution to 300 and then change the height to eight inches. And then the width would just fall into whatever it is. If she's, as long right. as the aspect ratio is locked and she said she did that and it worked fine. Good. So that's generally, if I'm going to do a quick resize, I'll just do it in preview. You can do it in Photoshop. You can do it yeah. in, uh, you can do it in Lightroom in, in an export function, or yep. there's a lot of different programs you can use to do this, but Preview on the Mac is very simple. It, it would probably be something like, um, I'm trying to think of what Windows would have. Uh, I really don't know. It's been so long no, since I used a yeah, Windows computer. Yeah, Windows, yeah, I, I haven't attempted to do it. I, I have Polar uh, on, mm-hmm. as a um, as a uh, program on my computer. But uh, so, you know, Polar has the same thing where you can, uh, you know, adjust the DPI and the height and, um, and all that. But yeah, I, I, I used illustrator in the past because that was the only tool that I had at, at, so at one point. And then I think I had a version of Lightroom that I was able to do the same thing, but it's been years since I've used Lightroom. Yeah, yeah. There's there, there's different ways you can do it, but um, for any of you listeners that are on a Mac, Preview is probably the most underrated, powerful program uh, that that's on the Mac, and it just comes with it for nothing. There's so oh, many things you can do with it. <laughs> Windows, we have Paint, uh, or did they take that <laughs> off? <laughs> I, I think it's yeah. so. If anyone has a, a, a Mac computer and they're following along here and opening a, a, a photo in preview. If you're looking for the resize tool, it's, it's um, once you click on that little uh, marker tip or pen tip icon, it's basically right in the middle and it's like a square that has an arrow in the top left and the bottom right corner. Um, you click on that and you'll get your, uh, your resizing screen. Yep. And it works like a charm. It does. It's pretty sweet. So, okay, good. I, I pointed out, um, also like, because not everyone has a, has a Mac. Um, you know, a lot of people kind of just have their, their phone or their iPad, iPad or whatever. Um, so if you're, if you're trying to do something like this all from mobile, you know, through iOS, there's, there's ways to see like what what the size of your photo is and there's ways to resize it to, you know, particular dimensions. Um, so like what, what I recommended to Kimberly first was, um, Snapseed, mm-hmm. uh, just because we talk about it so much, and it's like a pretty good bet that just about everybody has Snapseed. Um, you should; it's free, and it's a fantastic app. So, in, in the uh, the Snapseed app, when you when you open a, a photo, um, when you go to bear with me here, I'm I'm. Uh, Okay, you open a photo, and maybe you're in the like the looks screen where it's got all the goofy filters across the bottom. Up at the top right, there's a letter I in like a, a dark circle. If you you click on that, and it'll show you um, 
like a bunch of information, like EXIF data, basically, like when you took the picture, the time, then it'll show you the name of the file, uh, and it'll show you like how many megapixels and, and the dimensions and the size of the file. Um, so, th so that's where you're going to find like how how big your picture is, right? It's not going to tell you in inches; it's going to tell you in in pixels. And um, I would have to do a bunch of looking through all my different apps to see like what ways there are to do resizing. Um, I, I know I have a whole bunch that can do um, resizing, but most of them only show pixels. So you would need to know like how many pixels per inch the photo is going to be printed at and then divide that by the, the dimensions of the photo that you have. Um, I don't know if I'm making any sense or not, well, but uh, go ahead. I, I want to say, um, I think camera plus, um, I'm importing a, an image into camera plus and I'm going to do the info on it. Um, I, th I want to say that you can, um, export or share. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Um, in the I, info on camera plus, it does show you the dimensions of your photo also. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, w I was pretty sure you can select a uh, export size and DPI and all that, but uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it right there. But you you can see all the uh, information on it. Yeah, there's um, there's actually some other uh, apps that I that I really like a lot. And um, just bear with me as I as I bring it up here, uh, real. But basically, they're they're not so much apps as they are extensions for the uh, the camera roll. Um, so they're put out by a company called DigiGuys Incorporated, and there's actually like a whole a whole bunch of them. They're basically just these photo extensions. And they work within the the camera roll, and um, so they they have one that's a EXIF app. It's Photo Extensions EXIF. So uh, from like within your camera roll, if you click on the uh, like the share icon, that little square with the arrow coming out of it, um, you'll get you know if you want to share it in messages or mail or whatever you want to do. And then down below you'll have your extensions. So like you might have, um, you know, if you want to duplicate it or copy it or save to files or Dropbox or whatever you have. And that's where these extensions will show up down there. Um, so if you were to click on the EXIF one, it, literally brings up more information than you could ever possibly want to know about your picture. Um, but that will show you the, the dimensions. And then they also have a resize extension, um, which is really handy. And so within that one, you can basically resize your photo to any size that you need and hit save. And, and then there you go. You got your uh, photo ready to send off to the magazine. Yeah, Polar Polar has on the um, mobile app has uh, a resize option also, and that that one looks like it's pretty good. And you can also uh, keep the you can choose to keep like your metadata, or you can um, export it without the metadata, and then you can also put watermarks and stuff like that on there too. Very cool. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so Kimberly, you'll have to let us know what you did and, uh, if, uh, you know, if they, you know, what you sent them was what they were asking for. And definitely once it's been published, let us know what magazine it was so that, uh, you know, or if you can, you know, see if you can, uh, 
um, share at least share a screenshot of the uh, of the page. So very cool. Now, now something that I had mentioned to her right off the bat when she posted this was uh, that she needs to make sure that she retains the rights to her photos. Like we won't yes. get into this too deep because it's a whole nother show, but she needs to retain the rights to her photos and make it very, very clear to them what they can and cannot do with her photos. Uh, cause sometimes these magazines, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I didn't want to see her, um, you know, just haphazardly just let them have her, her, her photos and, and, you know, not realize what could be at stake with them. So uh, I hope she, you know, does due diligence and, and make sure it's very clear what her rights are and what their rights are and, you know, what, what the deal is with them. Yeah. Try to understand the terms of, uh, of the whole, whole thing. Well, cool. Um, I think we'll go ahead and uh, hold the other question for next week. Um, if anybody who's listening to this has any insights or uh, suggestions, you can you can go to her question on Facebook and you know just put in your two cents. It might be you know past the time that she needed to get the photo in, but still some good information for everybody because I imagine there's a lot of people that have had images published in magazines or they may have uh, some here in the future uh, so this is all good information for everyone all right let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week post pick of the week All right. Uh, whose turn is it to pick the image for this week? Uh, Greg, I think you were the one who suggested this image. Yes. Yes. Yes, I okay. did. Awesome. Okay. So uh, this week's post pick, uh, the the two week challenge that we've been uh, had ongoing in the Facebook group has been Square. We did Circular a, a couple of times, a couple of uh, challenges ago. And uh, I thought, well, I'd be interested to see what kind of square images come up. So we had, uh, I think there was 20-some maybe submissions, and there was a lot of interesting submissions. But the one that really stood out to me the most was by Jason Burroughs. And it's, uh, he took it with an iPhone SE and did the edit in Snapseed. And that's the only information he gives us on it, but it's definitely square because what it is is it's it looks like it's he's inside a a room or a building that has a brick wall and a very perfectly squared window and outside that window is possibly across the street or across an alleyway another brick wall for another building with a perfectly squared window um, kind of just off center yeah. of the first window so compositionally it's really appealing and um he, i think he just did a great job with you know obviously uh, conforming to the square factor here but um you know he's got the inside view uh, of the first window the bricks are very underexposed and you can you could tell they're bricks but it's inside and he's exposed for the outside which is um you know and and it's got a nice red brick wall with the other window in it. So I don't know. It, it just really stood out to me. How, how about you guys? What do y'all think? What about you, Dave? Well, there we go. I mute myself. Um, yeah. The, the square inside of the square and the red collar. Um, also the inside, just showing enough of an image. So it's not silhouette silhouetted, uh, but enough of an inside. So you can tell it's brick on the inside, just not like a dark, a completely dark inside um, made the brick, the real uh, bright brick wall across the way really pop on that. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I like it. I definitely think that this was one of the best that was submitted. I, I think that this was uh, really well seen and uh, just 
kind of lucky too, you know, to have these two square windows and, um, I don't know, it's, it's just pretty cool. Yeah. I like the, I like the fact that nothing is like centered, uh, definitely, you know, the, uh, the, the, the main image, everything is, you know, in the top left. Um, and then the, the window across the streets in the bottom left of the, of the, the main square. And, you know, it just, to me, it's very appealing because it's not, you know, squares are symmetrical, you know, they're, they're basic, but the, everything is off-centered or, you know, it just, it, it's not, you know, sometimes you, you want to say, oh, I better line this square perfectly in this square and make sure that the, the main square is in the middle of the image, you know, and that can be appealing, but also boring where this is really, there's a lot of tension right there and it's, uh, you know, your eye is drawn to it. So I really like the composition and, uh, and the colors, uh, are, uh, are appealing to red. Red is always eye catching. Um, uh, but, uh, and, and, you know, the other things is, you know, the, the bricks aren't square, but, you know, it forms, <laughs> you know, form squares, but yeah, I, I, I think it's very appealing. So congratulations, Jason, you are post pick of the week winner. Uh, it's a very cool image and, uh, yeah, definitely worthy of post pick of the week. If you want to be featured as post pick of the week, you can go on to our Facebook group and look for the, uh, pin post in the group. Yeah. And, uh, participate. Uh, it's our weekly photo challenge. Uh, the other way of, uh, participating is going to Instagram. Instagram and using the hashtag tiny shutter where on the off week that we don't choose from our Facebook group, we're choosing from Instagram and the hashtag tiny shutter. All right. Uh, we need to pick a new weekly photo challenge. Any suggestions? I have one, but I want to hear what you guys have. I just want to hear yours. Okay. Uh, I was, so I'm, you know, kind of going off of shapes and everything. I was, look, I have a, a, a twin reflex camera sitting here on the desk and it kind of popped into my head. What about twin? Not twins, but you know, twin, it could be double of something in the same image. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm also getting an echo. Yeah, bad echo. Ooh, I don't hear it, so we're good. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, All right, so so twin it is. So it'll be twin, and uh, you know, I I do have to say, let's try not to um, shoot. Uh, uh, people and uh, focus more on inanimate objects or, or you know, non-people type objects because I don't want the, the, the thing about posting somebody's image onto a website is typically you have to have their permission uh, and so we want to uh, be careful with that so that somebody doesn't come back and say, hey, that's my picture or that's a picture of me. I don't want it on there. It can be a sticky situation. So, it, you know, whether or not they have the right to say that, you know, is, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. Um, but uh, we want to keep it simple and uh, let's do non-people uh, with twin and see what we can get. Any disagreements there? No, sounds good to me. Okay, cool. All right. Well, let me go ahead and uh, let me play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. All right, here, I'll have uh, Bill Murray say it. Barely. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> Let's go around the room and let everybody know where they can find you. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can check me out on Instagram. I am, uh, where else? Twitter, the artful iPhone community at I, uh, goodness gracious. I don't even know. I, <laughs> what am I called? <laughs> uh, that'd be M. Yeah, wow. Hoffman photo. Thank you. Yeah, that's it, what he said. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, see here, Dave. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod and the Artful iPhone Photography and the Facebook group is Dave Podner. Excellent. Uh, Greg. Hey, you can get me on Twitter at McMillan underscore photo on Instagram, McMillan photo. And on the Artful Eye Photography community as uh, just my name, Greg McMillan. And uh, I guess that's about it. And go buy this his time. book. Golly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> go, go, go get the book. <laughs> oh, very cool. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our uh, YouTube, our Facebook group, our Instagram, and other things by going to tinyshutter.com. Com. All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you for uh, your input in the topic, and I think we had a pretty good show. Uh, let's uh, let's say goodbye to everybody. Good night, everybody. Have a great week. Bye bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Watch your language, young fella. This is a public market.